take here before the Lord and then I'm going to tell y'all of a vision that I received just before service in the prayer room Sister Joanne Fryer Randall Clark Brother Dickey Steve Crawford Erlene Edwards John Roberts Eileen Lehman Steve Monkris Kyle Sanders and Wendy May and I've got to share this. And pastor, if I'm out of line, please correct me. 
While I was in the prayer room, though, it was something that pastor said this morning that I could not shake. And, it, and he said, when Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. Whenever there's a state of travailing, there is praise, there is worship, there is sacrifice, and there is obedience. Whenever those things are not taking place in our lives, Zion is asleep. Whenever Zion is asleep, as pastor said, no sons or daughters are being born. And then I got this vision from God. And if it's crazy, pastor, please, please change my mind. But I got this vision from God, y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> Y'all have got to see this. Y'all have got to see it because it was so clear. Over here on my left side, it was this dark splotch of a circle. I could barely make it out what it was. Reminded me a lot of whenever I had a whenever I had concussions and I couldn't see out of my left eye. There was a dark splotch over here. And then over here in this circular orb, it's, it's neon around it. That's how bright it is around this thing. Y'all got to get this... It's neon and it's vibrant and it's lively. And, and I'm, I'm just in my mind and I'm just sitting there because I, I quit talking because I felt a hush of the Lord. I quit talking and I'm listening just for a second. I said, God, what is this? Please tell me. And he said, over there, that's Zion right there. And you see, tonight... And I'm not condemning anyone to hell and I'm not saying anyone's making it to heaven. But he said tonight, the people that came, that's Zion. Because they stepped out in sacrifice when they decided to give up their time. They were obedient when they said gathering together in the presence of God is a good thing. They were worshipful whenever they decided to get together and sing. And they were prayerful whenever they died, decided to get together and bring it all to you. And I said, well, then God, what's this? And he pointed my attention to a few scriptures that I can't remember. But he says, many are called, few are chosen. And then in Matthew, I believe, it says, many will look upon him in the day of the end of judgment. And they will say, God, didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do all these great works? And God said, depart from me because I never even knew you. Tonight, we have a house of prayers. We have a house of warriors. I looked around and I couldn't help but feel the power of God moving in each and every one of you. And so when Sister Kylie's saying, step out and praise, whatever you can bring, bring it. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, this is Zion. Whenever you decide to step out in faith, that's Zion. That's travailing. And what's going to happen then mm, is your spiritual man's about to get woken up. Because God cannot help but see his children in distress. In these final days, I don't know how much longer we got. But in these final days, God can't help but notice his children are hungry. His children are wanting. His children are desireful. For what? Travailing. And it is up to us. It's up to us, Brother Jeff. It's up to us to travail, not only for our own salvation, but for each and every person that wasn't here tonight. 
for each and every person that's already been lost, or at least the world says they're lost, for each and every person that hasn't got to hear the good word of God. And so tonight, I believe we are going to travail not because of what we can do, but because of what God has asked of us and what He can do. And if you have any need, oh, and I mean anything, anything at all, I urge you to step out in faith. This is going to be a powerful service, y'all. I'm believing in it. This is, mm, I urge you to step out in faith and our ministers are going to anoint you with oil. Jesus. Jesus, God, we step out in faith tonight with all of the praise that we can bring you. Jesus, with all of the faith that we do have, with all of the belief that we do have, Jesus. And Lord, we know that this is end time revival. Jesus, we know what we need to do, God. So Lord, I ask you to touch each and every need that's here tonight, God. And I ask that there would be no spirit of an offended heart, of an offended mind. God, I cast out every demon, every thought that would dare try and step in the way of your work right now. Jesus, in your great name, we plead that your will be done in our lives and not our own. In your name we pray, amen.
and we're going to take offering at this time. Man, the alarm is going off, y'all. <laughs> the alarm is going off, y'all. And Jesus is coming back for a hungry people. <laughs> There's nothing more he can do for us. He's done it all. But he's coming back for a hungry person. He's coming back for a bride that's in love with him. And not just infatuated whenever the gifts come. Not just infatuated whenever she does something nice for him. But completely in love with him. Jesus. At this time, we'll have the ushers come. We have a few events. Today, your mission pledge deadline is due, so if you haven't got that turned in, make sure to do it. And then also kicked off our care group luncheon, Sister Glenna Jackson. I know that was a wonderful time there. I know that food was probably really good as well. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Just because the Spirit of the Lord is moving doesn't mean we can't have some fun, amen? I seem to recall that the joy of the Lord accompanies the spirit of the Lord. Amen. The 30th is North Texas District Northeast Section Ladies Conference. I believe that is this Saturday. Ladies, you are not going to want to miss that. And then October, we have a few events coming up. Move the Mission Offering is in the foyer. The first is when that is due. And then the first is also Sister Leah Faust's Care Group Luncheon. The 8th is care group luncheon 1, that's Sister Lisa Calico. And then the 15th is care group luncheon number 3 with Sister Joanne Bolton. <laughs> Amen. At this time, we'll take our tithe and our offering. Jesus, your will be done in this house tonight. God, thank you for everything you've already done for us. In your great name, God, we praise you and we glorify you. Amen. You said that you won't forsake me You walk beside me And that is all that matters You'll never leave me You said that you won't forsake me You walk beside me And that is all that matters
Stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. 
says the eyes of the Lord rove to and fro looking for a place to show himself we typically look around do the 360 in many different ways to see our direction to see what's going on around us and etc but our focus is not quite as large as his. His 360 is to make you aware I'm available. Call on me in the day of trouble and 
what you're looking at will come to you. I am the light of the world. I am the mercy seat. I am the wisdom of the creation. I am that I am. It's a whole lot bigger deal than going to a building. We go to buildings such as this to take advantage of the preaching of the word that we have read, not only read, but studied. I, I hear a lot of people say they've read the whole Bible, but you can tell that they haven't put it into practice because it's not necessarily an enrichment course for them. But to them that believe and that obey the word, they begin to experience life on a level that's unattainable to the flesh or the carnal mind. And so tonight I want you to know that God is looking for a place to show himself strong. He loves you. He proved it. He didn't just say, I love you. He went to Calvary. And every day, he said, call on me in the day of trouble. I will listen. And I will come to you. And I will be your wisdom. I will be your God. And I will make all things possible. In living in a microwave generation and a credit ability, we try to perform with God on that same mentality too often. When he said, come unto me, he meant linger in my presence and allow my spirit to go with you wherever. And that spirit will continually transform you by the word, the preached word, the memorized word, and the life that is lived by the word. We find ourselves in the book of John, John's writing in Revelation, the 21st chapter. Can only imagine the sensation that filled his mind and his life at this moment. Revelation 21 and 1, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was not even a sea. I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her spouse or husband, partner. I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, 
For all of these former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And he that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son and you daughters and the female side of I will be her God and she shall be my daughter. But the fearful, watch this now, the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murders. Notice how he starts putting those together. That's a huge arrangement that he's parenthizing with all of this. The murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The first death, you go into a grave and your flesh is there. Your spirit is asleep. But when the final arrangement happens, that's what you just heard. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the last of the la- of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come here. I want to show you my bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Does anybody remember where this got started? And they all went to Jerusalem. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And there filled all the house where they were sitting, cloven tongues, like as a fire. And it set upon each of them. And they were filled with the glory of the Almighty God. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened then was a promise. And I promise you tonight that this promise is going to happen. There ought to be a shout in our heart that we know Him, that we live with Him, that we enjoy Him, and we follow Him. Could somebody stand? and give him an ovation. God looked down in Paris, Texas tonight, looked down on this loop and enjoy the praise of a people that are fervently in love with you. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this would be a good time to worship him in the Holy Ghost. 
howbeit in the spirit we speak mysteries. For the spirit itself maketh intercession with the Father. He's looking down and we're looking up and the glory of the Lord is gonna fill your house this week and your car and wherever you go, the glory of this meeting. I see a crimson stream of blood. Can we sing that right now as we sit in his presence? As you just sit and sort of meditate on where you came from and where you could be had it not been for the blood of Jesus and the glory. None of us are perfect yet. But that same blood that got you started is going to cleanse and make you whole. There is an awesome atmosphere of victory in this house. Drink deeply from the well of salvation tonight. You know it, sing it. Get that in your picture tonight of your mental thinking. It flows from Calvary. The cleansing. The life. It's waves which reach the throne of God. The wealth of healing. Oh, sweeping over me. If you feel like you want to just walk around, it's okay. Right now, we're just following the Holy Ghost. A crimson stream of blood It flows from Calvary Oh, thank you for the blood, Jesus It's waves which reach the throne of God Thank you, Jesus If you know it, would you sing it with her this last time? Maybe you'd like to stand in salutation to his presence. It flows from Calvary. I'm seeing Calvary. Your sacrificial lamb. It's waves which reach the throne. We draw well from that tonight. prepared to take care of your needs. I hope we came prepared to receive the wisdom and the power that is generated in this house tonight. which reach the throne of God They are sweeping we just give him a gentle hand clap of praise. Thank God for the blood. Thank him for his word. You may be seated and thank you. 
I know he's happy tonight to see people come together. He said, we're two or three agree as to touching any one thing. I will be there. He don't come just to show up. He comes to show out. He gets no glory from just being around because he's around all sinners all day long. But when he gets around his bride, he comes to make distribution, to let you inherit part of what he exhumes. God intends that you have a hope for tomorrow. Regardless of what the weather forecast is and regardless of what the forecast of this, that, and the other is, tomorrow he'll be doing that 360 thing and he will take in everything that you're thinking and doing. And so he said, if there be any virtue, if there be any value in those things, think on them. Squeeze on them. You and I understand the position, the passion, and the power of squeezing on a rag that has absorbed water or other things. When you meditate on the word of the Lord, you squeeze the meaning of the spirit of it. That's why he uses the term, he, the spirit of truth, when he comes, he will forgive, he will empower, he will renew in our lives. He gladly, gives worthy and eternal assets to us that provide memories of value and knowledge about a mindset and abilities of conquest that rise in value now and forever. It's time for you to do a little whipping up on the devil and not have to run any further. Stand firmly in the faith. It's time for you to look those lies in hell, coming from hell, and look at them straight and said, I come to you, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ. I bring the blood that has conquered you hundreds of times with thousands of people. And you're not taking my kids to hell. And you're not taking my wife to hell. And you're sure not taking me to hell. I can't make them live for God, but I can protect them while they're in my presence. There ought to be a holy aura, not just at the house of God, because you are the temple of God. And that temple ought to have a fountain of living water that springs out in our mouth that firms things up in our brain. And then what we hear, we literally cast it out if it's not of God. We don't keep 
talking about it, multiplying it, making it grow all over everything and everywhere. No, 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 no. Touch not the unclean thing. Let your tongue be the rudder of your life and make sure that you think before you just talk because you may condemn yourself by lack of faith. It's important that we hear from God regularly. The preaching of the word builds our faith and confidence in that system. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither the things that God has prepared for them have they found out yet. I promise you that if he's going to come back and open the graves again, he can take care of what you're going through tomorrow. I promise you if you really believe that the graveyard is going to own up and confess, I can't hold them any longer. I've held them as long as I can. Jesus just called and I can't do anything. Death and hell shall be swallowed up in victory and the trump of God sounds and the dead in Christ get out of every situation and we rise to meet each other in the air. That is a genuine hope. That is a genuine reason for joy. It is a genuine reason to praise him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I have had such a great week, and I, I can't thank you enough for affording my wife and I go to general conference. The preaching of the word, the glory of the Holy Ghost flowing through the halls, the glory of brotherhood and experiencing. And that's what's supposed to happen here as the saints of God gather and, and they leave all the stuff out yonder and they talk about the things that God's been doing in their life and the first thing you know the whirlwind of his glory elevates the people have you ever noticed a whirlwind has a suction in it and it draws things up and it tears down things that are earthly but there is something that happens in the atmosphere when all of a sudden the wind and the atmospheric pressures happen and all the water comes out of the lakes and we call it drying up but God ascends it into heaven and puts it in clouds and takes it to other places and then he rains on that. Well let me tell you what happens when he rains righteousness. It's when the praises of God have been going up all week and people have been tromping on the devil all week and all of a sudden the clouds are seeded with the powerful rain of the Spirit and the rain comes down in its due season. That's why the joy of the Lord makes life wonderful because it rains righteousness and peace and joy. If you're sitting by your wife, why don't you reach over and just pat her hand or something. And if your husband's been mean, just reach over and pat his hand. And even if he's been nice, pat his hand. And if you've got a friend sitting by you, pat their hand. If it's, you know, not hard, don't take advantage. I thought I heard somebody slap somebody. 
church ought to be the most wonderful thing we do every week. The church service, these are my brothers, these are my sisters. We are the family of God. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with King Jesus. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, superior is the power and the word. I said superior is the power and the word. I'm telling you, there's no weapon formed against this blood. There's no weapon formed against this. Uh, if we continue in the faith, that's not a week-to-week thing. That's a minute-to-minute thing. Continuing in the faith is not, well, well uh, you know, I thought I had a little faith for the service, but no, 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 no. Walking in faith. I'm talking about walking in faith. I'm talking about knowing that God is in the middle of faith. When I'm telling you that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I am walking in the faith. I'm praising in the faith. I'm loving my neighbor in the faith. I'm here to tell you that faith can do anything and it will accomplish that which is promised. Somebody ought to take advantage. You want to praise the name of the Lord, do it in a dance. If you want to praise the name of the Lord, do it in a dance. He said, that's the way you praise me. I almost resent this scripture. And you've heard me say that before. But I want to say it again. The children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of light. It makes me mad every time I see it. Because he don't lie. It upsets me to think that in any way that the devil can come down and just take advantage of a minute in our time and get a husband and a wife ticked off at each other to get people in a local church ticked off at each other for people between the pulpit and the pew get ticked off at each other. I made up my mind. We are not going to let him in this house. We are going to praise him when we walk in that door because praise he can't take. I said praise he cannot take. I'll tell you why. Because when you praise the name of the Lord, his spirit starts moving. His power is unloosed. When you praise the name of the Lord, he gets involved. Every eye closed. If you're mad at your husband right now, it's going to be hard for you to rejoice. If you're mad at your wife right now, it's going to be hard for you to rejoice. If you're mad at your mother and dad, it's going to be hard to rejoice. But when you forgive that situ- situation 
and you just let God take care of it, I'm going to tell you, you'll be able to shout, run the aisles, dance, and get drunk on the Holy Ghost. These men are not drunk with wine, wherein as you suppose. But this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days. I will pour out my spirit. That's been a long time ago. And so this must be the last days. I'm here to tell you, it's time to dance again. It's time to rejoice again. Jesus is not in a grave. He's looking down. You know, through the years, been people that uh, they were upset, so they tried to get other people upset. But we, according to the word, do fight. But we fight the good fight of faith. See, any time that you have a feeling or a thought that God don't care about you, I promise you it's a lying spirit. I can almost assure you that when the thought comes to you that your mate don't love you, Satan is a liar and the father of them all. So he's trying to get in your house. He's trying to get in your heart. So you'll look at him or her. Well, that sends all kind of feelings through somebody. He's not a dumb devil. He's not a stupid devil. He couldn't have conquered Adam and Eve if he had been. They had a perfect place. They had a perfect setting, and we don't. There's sin all around us. There's iniquity all around us. It's the reason we preach for years against having a television. That stuff comes flooding in a home. Movies that create all kind of lustful thoughts. I'm not against anybody having a TV or a a video but this is what he says if there be any virtue if there be any good if it builds your faith think on those things but the enemy wants you to get to talking about all that stuff on TV and movies that make it feel like we got to be in a fraternity with unbelievers because if we don't talk their language and talk about what they like, we feel like they're, we're estranged and too distant from them. I'm here to tell you it's time for us to take a stand. I'm telling you on this Sunday night with an evangelism service, it's time for us to walk into the light and say, I'm not going out in the dark except I'm going to pull somebody out. I'm going to reach into their misery. I'm going to reach into their goofy stuff. I'm going to reach them and love them like Jesus did he did come but he had a word for them 
So it's not wrong to go to them in the spirit of meekness and fear. That spirit of meekness and fear right there is not that we go to them and try to make fraternity with them. We reach into their situation and say, let me tell you what Jesus did for me. I used to live in jealousy. I used to live in envy. I used to live in strife. I used to live in rebellion. I used to live hungry for more of this stuff of this world. But the closer I get to the real well, and the closer I get to the real riches, and the closer I get to the real wisdom, and the healing power of the mind and the heart, I'll tell you what, I'd like for you to be involved in what I found at Calvary. When I went to Calvary, I put all of my past on the altar and I said, Jesus, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to live with you and I will take you to them and I will give them my testimony of my relationship with light. Then they make a choice if they want to be around you. That's what holiness is supposed to be about. Holy are these thy people. Meaning they are a light. And that light illuminates the hate, the lust, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. But I have watched people surrender a whole lot of God so they could melt in with the world. And he said, I'm going to tell you something that's not going to work. I will only have one bride, and that bride has got to be completely surrendered to me, or we will have no children out of our relationship. I know I am preaching hard, but you'd have had to have been there. The other day, when I was talking to God about all this, <coughs> you'd have had to have been there. I'm conveying it to you the best I can. The most wonderful thing we have going for us is faith. Have faith in God. I said, have faith in God. When you're having your worst day, have faith in God. When you're going through hell, have faith in God. When you are miserable about yourself, have faith in God. Looking under Jesus, the bloodline. Looking under Jesus, the resurrection. Looking under Jesus, the light of the world. Looking under Jesus, the hope of salvation. Looking under Jesus, get your eyes off of this world and look under Jesus and you're gonna be able to leap over a troop, jump over a wall and the world around you is gonna say, my God, they really do have a God. They've got a God that's greater than any God I know. I wish somebody'd stand and praise him. He's worthy, the Bible said, of all praise. He said, Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. 
It's time for you to dismiss all those fears and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Get all those people out of your mind and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Get all of those feelings out of your heart and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. I can't be your God, but he is from everlasting to everlasting, the God of gods. You're close enough to somebody that it's right to hug them. Why don't you do it in the name of Jesus right now? I'm hugging you in the name of Jesus. I'm praising you in the name of Jesus. We are to praise one another. That's what the book said. Why don't you singers come? My heart is so full. And my love for each of you in our city is so full. I know I'm not a great guy. Please don't ever get to thinking I am great. I just know a God that's great. And I lean and depend on him. If it takes a year, if it takes years, could I remind you that he loved the world years before he got here? Could I remind you that it's only been a little over 2,000 years and a creative day is 7,000 years? And there were six of those prior to the time you and I live. That's calculated. We're close to the end of the 49th. And if you study the book, you'll find out 50 is the time of celebration. And we are so close to the 50,000 year mark that will mark the final triumph of the bloodline of the redeemer of being able to be born again I don't want anybody in our city going to hell we got some mean people here they don't mind cussing your kids they don't mind misbehaving there's a lot of them that even go to churches in our city to just soon gossip as to praise God. All that's about to end until they get to go where all the gossipers and the liars and the cheaters go. Their final nest, they will still be able to be living. Read it in hell, Luke, the 16th chapter. In hell, he lift up his eyes. In hell, he prayed. It's all in the 16th chapter of the book of Luke. Everybody's going to pray. And guess of all things, what the angel told him. Remember, so your brain still works. That thou in thy lifetime, you had a lot of good. And you chose to make a God out of the good things you were given. And all the while, I was knocking on the door. Come unto me. I will take you beyond this world.
Because as you lived in this world, if you don't have hope in another world, you're going to be left in this world. And you need a preacher that'll preach. And he'll preach. And he'll preach. And he'll preach until he gets you to the only door that will get you out of this world. And the name of that door is Jesus Christ, the Redeemer. Could we pray? I'm talking about pray. Seek the face of God all over this building. If you want to make this altar a place to do some praying, but let's make this a place of prayer. My house shall be called the house of prayer. I want it to be his house. My house shall be called the house of prayer. I would like for us all to make it his house. The deeper meaning is your own personal heart and mind and soul. Whatever y'all feel to sing, whatever you feel to pray about. I have tried to preach what God gave me this week to make your life better this upcoming week. Lay aside every weight and the sin. The sin there is the distance between you and God. The Prince of Peace. The joy of the Lord. The privilege of living righteous. If you don't have any needs, would you pray for some of our lovely parishioners? Oh God. Set Lamar County ablaze with passion with travail with such an appetite thank you for this general conference so that I could bring home the spirit of the conference. Oh, sing it again. My God, we need you. Paris, the schools, the government, every church family that calls themselves a local church. Revive thy works in the midst of the years. In wrath make no mercy. If you know it, sing it with them. Oh!
Lord, we pledge ourselves to be a better help to anybody that might want to gossip, that might, anybody that might want to be a talebearer. Let's set ourselves, commit ourselves. I want to be a true light. I don't want to be a part-time light. Go to them if you have aught. Don't tell somebody. Go to them. In the spirit of meekness and fear, revival is coming. Glory is going to happen. Victory is going to take over. Because the name of all of those is Jesus. we all just stand and give him some what I call soft praise thank you Jesus for your patience thank you Jesus for never giving up on me thank you for my brothers my sisters thank you for your word thank you Jesus for this wonderful house of God that you have given us to worship in. May we always enter with prayer. May we always leave clean, living in the joy of knowing we are one with you and soon to be your bride. Why don't we clap our hands softly to him? Brother Rick, would you come pray a final prayer over us? Thank you so much for allowing me to invest in all of us.
Jesus, Lord, we are so thankful for you. God, for your sweet blessings on us, for all that you do. God, you lead us and guide us through all things. You've given us health, given us glory, given us praise. God, we pray that you'll go with each and every one tonight, today, tomorrow. Let us keep you in our hearts. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a forever week. By that I mean be ready in season and out. Thank you.